Should we do a real intro? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 50% Facts. Today is our first, what do they call it? Virgin Voyage? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that what you do when you ride a boat for the first time? Um. All right. Right? Yeah. As long as, as long as you aren't asking me to get out of the boat and swim across the equator. This is our first cherry-popping movie review. Now, Jimbo here knows a lot about movies, film, editing. That's the 50%. I know absolutely nothing, but I watch a lot of bullshit. So Jim is curating a list of movies that are semi-related, some classics, some brand new, to what uh, not only we enjoy, but our topic, our business, mm-hmm. fitness, et cetera, et cetera, our lives, and hopefully your lives, uh, so you can relate. Hopefully you go and watch it. Maybe you, you see the, the stream or the, the title of the show. You can go watch it and then listen to us, or you can listen to us and, and then, then go, go watch, watch it. it. Comment to us on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. We'll get a discussion going, maybe learn something. Maybe make new friends. And we'll probably do this once a month. If, by chance, these go really well and you guys enjoy them and there's enough movies that kind of tickle our fancy, we may do more. We may not. Who knows? But Jim will give you a quick summary of what we're uh, talking about and then we'll begin. All right. So uh, actually, before I get started, I want to shout out that I'm wearing my Westside versus the World uh, hoodie today in honor of my friend Michael Fahey, who got married yesterday. Congratulations. And um, God bless his now wife, because um, I think that she, uh, without without her, he would not have been able to finish that film because it nearly took his life. <laughs> I can't imagine making like a, well, I guess I can. Projects are projects. A movie does seem extreme, but we've done some stupid things too. So yeah. It's I, all just a... I would say, though, that uh, like we probably won't ever review that film. We've talked about it a number of times here. Because I'm a little too close to it. Yeah. And, and I'd, you know, I'd step out and have somebody else sit here. That that would be that would be okay with me, too. But we did do like a kind of a movie-ish review episode on that movie. If you yeah, guys haven't did. seen the movie, watch the movie and go back probably about a, almost about a year, uh, maybe a little more. Yeah. And we talked about it. Yeah. So... Um, my thought here is that that there are connections to the to the broader world, and the a movie that we're going to do next month is uh, is going to be Pumping Iron. And I had seen, uh, I was actually listening to another podcast, and they were talking about a movie that Arnold was in, Terminator Two, and they were talking about the impression that they had when they first saw um, Pumping Iron. And I thought, well, these people are not. I mean, they're sports people, but they're not like lifter people, right? You know, and like that that film has had such a huge impact on everybody but i wanted to jump on something that is i think more topical at the moment and that is uh, fake famous it's on hbo hbo max um the premise is this they do a casting call with about 2500 people from kind of all over people flew in yeah. from from different places and there are people who were in la and whatever and uh they were trying to choose three people to essentially make fake famous to on Instagram buy them followers buy them likes or whatever and to see like how how companies responded how sponsors responded about how people responded to them and uh, they had they're near the beginning there are a variety of different types of people that they talked to um, who did their presentations? There was a woman who was a roller skating. That was interesting. Yeah, like uh, the the, uh, the interview process. What yeah. did they say? Like three thousand people or a couple thousand people applied. Yeah, tw- I think twenty five hundred is what they said. Yeah. But I don't know. If it's, yeah, who knows? Dead on. 
What I found interesting, even off the bat, is they don't like say who they are or what they do. The people running it, really. So like they they didn't say like well, we're social media experts or we're movie makers or we're famous or the the one guy was uh, Nick Bolton. Nick Bilton. He's the filmmaker. He was a journalist for New York Times and Vanity Fair for. Yeah. 15, 20 so years, they, like that. and then as it unrolls, and I, and and he has like a little team with him. As it right. unrolls too in the movie, I found interesting is that like they had like a goal, but they didn't really have a goal. The goal started. The goal, yeah, is to get followers or whatever. But they mm-hmm. already talked about buying them right away, and they talked about how fake everything is in the industry, mm-hmm. Hollywood to this. But they didn't talk about yeah, like like a plan of action necessarily, or like why, or not. They did talk about why, but he didn't say like. I'm a social media. Yeah, I guess I'm a marketer. Yeah, and this is cool. I'm gonna see, like challenge myself to grow this. Or, right. Or it, they just grab people that want to be famous because of whatever reason. Right. Some people, like Jim said, they're skaters or they're singers, or uh, actors. A lot of actors. A lot of the typical story. I'm, yeah. I'm a waitress, but yeah. I'm an actor, singer, right? Model. Everyone said they're a model. <laughs> yeah, model, actor. Everyone said model, actor, yeah. model, actress, model, actor. You know? I. I <sighs> I, I get it, and people are going to be like, well, Mike, you take pictures of yourself for your job. Like, I do. I would never fucking call myself a model. And although L.A. is very large and it's hard not to paint with a broad brush, that's so real. Yeah. Everyone hears it, but I've been to L.A. a hundred thousand times. You meet people. Everyone's doing that. And then to, like, go to this, but not, I had a good chat with Bart. I talked to Bart Quan obviously all the time but about a year ago maybe two years ago and we sound like old fuddy duddies Bart's just a little bit older than me and he's like yeah man we're like hiring new folks at the gym or something this and that and he does an interview process obviously for employees Mm -hmm. and he always asks people like yeah what's the goal and he gets a lot of that yeah I'm in Hollywood I kind of need a job I'm trying to act or something like that's normal right Mm -hmm. but he said for the first time ever someone came to him and said I want to be an influencer and he's like, or I think he said fitness influencer. And Bart's like head exploded. He's like, I didn't even know that's like a fucking head job. exploding emoji. Well, I don't know. It's a job. And I still would never. Well, it is. It is. And they talk about the term influencer a good amount mm-hmm. uh, and what it is, what it means, or what they think it means. Um, and how it brings, what I found interesting is they talked about how it brings a negative connotation. Yeah, what, now it now it does. Yeah, what, the the movie said that though. Yeah, but I never, I I always thought to the world that's a positive thing, and it's just me hating on it because it is just like, well, I think that there are sort of two kinds of influencers. There are people who are actually experts about things, sure, and then they build up a personal following following that gives them a platform to talk about the thing that they're an expert for, right? And then there are other people who don't re- necessarily have any ex- expertise in anything, but they look good. Right, or what, yeah, the, the question could be, okay, you have a following or an audience, what mm. do you do? Or why? Right. And I could say, well, we created content around the fitness industry, and we try to share our experiences and our knowledge of the barbell with people, and we create an audience and platform. But you're right, the large majority is like, what do you do? <laughs> why? Especially with Instagram. I think mm-hmm. YouTube is a little bit different because there's more depth to it. Like, you could still be an idiot and not be known or have a skill, per se. Um, but even that, you know, you could have a team and you could have some creatives and it could be funny or you could be entertaining. Like, Instagram, you don't have to be entertaining. Like, you have no. to look kind of nice or, like, flex a Ferrari. And you nowadays it is a little different, but you have the potential to grow. Right. Back in the day, back when we, you know, were just getting onto Instagram, um, 
we were really trying to use it to get people to the to the content we were producing. Sure, it wasn't yeah, yeah. it wasn't for just for for Instagram consumption. You're trying to get somebody to, and it's, that's still kind of largely where it is. Yeah. Um, but I remember, and you might not remember this, that when we first started talking about um, working on stuff together pre the, our first podcast, you said, "Look, I want to be like, I want to be in- famous on Instagram, yeah, I want, yeah. I'm, or, or YouTube, or wherever. I want, it, I want to have a platform yeah. because I want to because I want to speak to things." Yeah, I used to joke about that, like growing up and stuff. I might have told this story on the podcast. Uh, maybe not. You'll your reaction will know. So I'm like 19. I never knew what the hell I wanted to do. And, and I think the background of that, too, is just like being an athlete. So, like, you want, like, credit. Like, I spent 30 hours every week or 40 hours every week while I'm still in high school trying to get better at basketball for mm-hmm. 20 years or 15 years, mm-hmm. right? So you want credit. Like, yeah, I want a crowd to cheer my name. Like, mm-hmm. who the fuck doesn't? I've worked my tail off right. from age 8 until 18. Like, yeah, you want cool shit. Um I'm I'm 19. I just dropped out of college. I'm working my tail off to go back to college to play basketball, and I'm at Subway. Does this ring a bell? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> yeah. So I'm at Subway with my buddies after a workout, and this older lady's making my sandwich, and she talks to me, and she says, look at me. I said, excuse me? <laughs> I said, ham and cheese, ma'am, you know? <laughs> and she said, look at me. And I said, yeah. She said, you remember me. I said, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> she said, you remember me. You're going to be famous. And you remember me? I said, uh, I hope so. You know, thanks for <laughs> easy on the vinegar. And I headed out and ate my sandwich with my boys. <laughs> but and I told my mom that, you know, and she's like, maybe she's right. I was like, I don't know. And and I would never ever. She's your gypsy fortune teller. I would never consider myself famous here, because uh, again, you, I think fame means that you're like the elite of the elite of something. Yeah. And like you can't go to the grocery store. Yeah. Right. That's like what real fame is. Yeah. And like. Has someone randomly recognized me in the public? Sure, that happens. But, like, that's not fame. Like, if you're Dwayne Johnson, you can't go to a grocery store. Right. Like, you're going to get mobbed. Or, yeah. like, they even show clips in here when they're talking about that. And Lady Gaga's walking down, like, something. And people are grabbing her fucking arm and pulling her in the audience. Yeah, which like, is scary. Yeah, they're going wild. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, that's... I'm not even one one <clears throat> billionth of that, right? Just because you have some followers on Instagram doesn't get you there. But uh, you're right. Like, we... Always had like a craft, a story, a reason to do what we do, mm-hmm. and then an audience built around that, rather than taking pictures of ourselves for 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 no good reason that we'll figure out later. Like what sure. the, what the why is like what right. can, how can I monetize it? So right. Um, but the thing that it told me was this is someone who is willing to um, put themselves out there and promote the thing that we're doing in a way that's harder for me, oh, and yeah, it's yeah. still hard for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and. And likable, you know, affable, yeah, uh, presents well, all that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, well, this is somebody that I can work with, and 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 doesn't have ego issues. Yeah, that, that was, you know, that's a, a weird thing that I think about too. If we're talking about me for a second, is that uh, I I've 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 myself with a leg for sure with my internet growth and audience based on, I guess, morals and based on. Uh, I, what I'd like to think is being open-minded, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not black and white on topics. I'm not controversial. Mm-hmm. I don't cause drama, right? And that has stopped all of our careers at some point. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, I have, and now it's crazy because it's 10 years later. Um, I've been doing it for a decade, so I don't think about it. But, like, yeah, you, you could probably find out a lot of weird things about me on the internet. I'm pretty much an open door. Mm-hmm. 
I make it a regular thing. Like there's not a day I'm not doing something to hopefully help someone entertain something for the last 10 years. Um, and that is like a commitment again versus what the movie's about. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's like me committing. And I remember I was at my, my aunt's funeral in Cleveland. Uh, this is maybe, maybe the, the six months before the podcast started the first one. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in, in my aunt's couch and I remember sitting there like, yeah, I, th- I think they like make this a career. Like, I don't know what, now I'm looking at Instagram, like this is going to be a career somehow. Um, like I'm gonna grow this thing and no one had followers there. Like if you had 20 K it's insane. I'm right. just like 2011, uh, you know, you're like, Oh shit. Um, so it was like a conscious decision again to build a career on it mm-hmm. rather than to, yeah, build fame on it. Mm-hmm. You're faking followers, you're faking, which is the premise of how they <laughs> go about that in this movie is, right. is, is, is it's all about buying fake shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, like posing, being a poser. Right. Um, like I've never, I've never even posted my real car on my Instagram. I've posted <sighs> my collector car, like oh, my, okay. the car I bought for $8,000, yeah. okay, you know, cause yeah. I, I just don't do that. Like that. I don't right. need to do that. Right. Uh, I only posted selfless shir- uh, selfies when Omar and Bart yelled at me for business to do it. <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah, I, I post my list as like a journal. I don't, I have flown first class. I don't post I'm it. Not. Yeah. I don't post it. Yeah. You know, like stuff like that is what the premise of this movie the right. movie is and not that i f- fucking fly in private jets so look at the wrong <laughs> we don't got it like that yet kids but i have in my lifetime nor is that a goal yeah i have in my lifetime i treated my mother to a trip that way because she's never flown it uh-huh and but yeah but that's not hey sipping my wine and taking a selfie right, right. like i guess intent of your intent of your content mm-hmm. makes it so different from the circles that you and I run with right. to this movie. The, yeah, the yeah. Eric Helms, the Omar Isofs, right. the Bart Kwans. Like, right. What is the intent of what you're doing? Bart wanted to be a comedian. He wanted to be in movies. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to be in movies because he wanted to be an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Not because he wanted to you know, be George Clooney with the Versace right. suit. Right. There, and, even that's such a big difference. And even Clooney... Even Clooney backed into it. I was yeah, just yeah. listening to something about him the other day. He's like he he like like fucking cuts his hair with a floby, and that's not actual bullshit. Like yeah, yeah. I'm sure that on sets they they cut your hair because they they like they deal with everybody's hair extras sure. and everything, you know, so that it looks right with the. And his generation, he's probably a bad example because he's it's a slightly different generation. Even yeah. like not that you didn't make mo- money in the movies in 70s, yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah. 90s, but it's so like now it's such it's, it's retarded. Like it was just for the money. Yeah, yeah. Right, intent of your content or intent of your. Excuse me, career choices, intent of your posts, yeah. intent of your right, like uh, makes such a big difference. And um, I don't know what questions or if you want to work in chronological order of the movie, but things pop in my mind, which the movie does get really, or documentary gets really interesting when they start to bring up. Uh, they basically choose three people, mm-hmm. uh, and as those three, they're all transplants to L.A. They're all from other places, yeah, that, which, which is, I thought was an interesting point. Oh well, that's what everyone in L.A. talks about. Yeah, like everybody's from somewhere else. Yeah, if you're from L.A., you're totally cool and normal, and if yeah. you moved here, you're here for the wrong reasons. Right. And those are the people that quote unquote suck. Yeah. Um, but the personal perspective of those three people. And I don't know who knows, right? Because some documentaries are fed lines and scripted, and who knows? Yeah. But they show a cool. We'll get back to that. We'll yeah. circle back to that. I think it's a, they show a cool perspective on each person's personal journey with that moral line. Yeah, because it really is. It, it becomes moral, and in our industry, just because again, our intent is to educate. Yeah, that moral line's real strict for me. I'm not going to f- sell you product I don't believe works. I'm right. not going to sell you 
companies, people, whatever, I think that's trash. So we yeah. don't do that. Um, but other industries it might be a little different and maybe not. I mean, maybe if you're in the makeup industry and you're selling a de-wrinkle cream that doesn't work, you're part of the issue too. Right. Um, but I found that probably the most interesting of the whole thing. Each person's, as they talk about kind of like their, their mental challenges with mm-hmm. it. Um, and, and one of them st- kind of stomps the ground with his morals. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want fake followers. Yeah. Like, he, I think I'm worthy of an audience is basically he, what he said. He's the guy that, he's the only one that they showed of all the people that they asked the question, how many followers do you have at the beginning in the audition? And he said, I don't know how many followers yeah, I have. Yeah. And he was like, mm, you know, trying to be... Um, a designer, yeah? Yeah, trying to be a designer yeah. in a very one-off kind of way. Like, I don't even know how that works. I don't know how you start there. Yeah, I, I know some people like that kind of in the vintage scene. Basically, what he would do is like handcraft vintage clothes for those out there that maybe in that. And yeah, they just... He would start with vintage clothes and then he would like yeah, design, design so, on top of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is, it's like a new trend. And I don't know how you necessarily make money for it unless you're doing it for Justin Bieber, you know, and he's buying it for right. five grand. I don't know how you'd make everyday money because the amount of effort into each item is insane. And you could still sell it for a lot, even from like an average collector could buy it for a couple hundred. But right. yeah, I don't know how you make a living living off of it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's all, it seems very piecemeal to me. Yeah. But that's all this, right? Like mm-hmm. even Instagram and the one, the one girl had like a job, the one that, took the more typical route with the Instagram and yeah. went down. She wanted to be an actress and seemed yeah. like she had some skill and she seemed yeah. actually morally uh, had a decent compass. Right. Um, but even her, right, like, like I don't know where I was going, but basically, uh, I don't know how Dominique any of them... was her name. Yeah, I don't know how any of them really make money. The one kid, they talk about his job a lot. He works mm-hmm. for like a realtor or something. Mm-hmm. He's it, like a gopher, essentially. Right. Yeah, an He's assistant executive assistant-ish kind of. Yeah. yeah. And, but, and she talked about waiting or doing kind of the typical thing for a while. Um, until obviously, spoiler alert, she turns this into a career kind of. Um, but I think that's what everyone kind of does if you're choosing that type of career. Musician, mm-hmm. actress, high-end fashion designer. Like you're going to have to work at a bar. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Like you have to do that thing. Where Even us in some instances, you can draw a line where like, even when I met you, I was running two gyms. I was I was <laughs> selling gym memberships at a commercial gym and personal training, uh-huh. and then I was running my own gym, uh-huh. and then coming to super training four times a week to try to learn and soak it up. So like, I was kind of eating the shit. Like, right. I'm sorry to anyone out there, but like, being a regular personal trainer, do what makes you happy. But <laughs> in the totem pole, some people enjoy it. In the totem, Other people do it. As it means to an end. Yeah. At, to- at a totem pole of like the fitness industry, you take a weekend test and you can get a job at a commercial gym. Yeah. Right. And, and there's, you could say that about a lot of jobs. You don't even have to take a weekend certificate and you can start a podcast. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, but right on the totem pole of coaches, yeah. that typically is the bottom level. Um, and that's why I mentioned that, that I was doing the quote unquote bar job while right. I was trying to figure out how to podcast or make YouTube or whatever the hell right. I do now. I don't even know what I do now. Well, a really interesting thing at the at the top of this show, um, some numbers that blew my mind: over forty million people worldwide have over a million followers yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, how Which many people are in the world? Nine billion, eight, seven, Sam, seven billion, seven. Okay, so that's a lot, though. Yeah. That's a pretty significant percentage. Over a hundred million people have over 100,000 followers. I've heard something, and I don't think it's Instagram-related, but I've heard something like the most famous people in the world are in China because they like get 
every single person oh, to follow. Because there are so many people. Well, and and because they all follow the exact same people. So like we kind of hear right, like you know, on Instagram you can see like who you follow or who your mutuals with mm-hmm. follow a page. Mm-hmm. So you go to like Dwayne Johnson, you're like, all right, every fucker I know follows The Rock. Over there, it's like that with all their quote unquote celebrities. Like they uh, all just follow the same shit. Does that make sense? Yeah. A, a review of, uh, that I read of this um, said that it made the point that maybe 1,400, 1,500 people are actually celebrities in the world. And, oh, interesting. You know, like celebrities of their, not based on their Instagram yeah, even or their that, yeah, social yeah. media. And even that, it is, they, they talk about that, they get real philosophical to start the show yeah. uh, or start the, the documentary. Like, like, what is influence? What is fame? It's just like this nothing. Yeah. Because even like Brad Pitt, you could say, or whoever, all the Brad Pitt fans are going to come from me on Twitter. Uh, whoever. Yeah. Like, are you that skilled of an actor? Or did you kind of meet this luck that met you in this role and you continue to get roles because of feedback? Because Instagram's kind of the same thing. I think it's I think it's always all those things. Right? Because there yeah. always has to be a, a luck component because it's it's getting selected to do a particular thing. If if he's not in Thelma and Louise and with his shirt off, I don't know if he ever becomes Brad Pitt. Right. But but is yeah, is he great in Thelma Louise? Like well, this is the best actor he's ever. Good, but like I mean Could someone else do it? Yeah, for sure. And same with Instagram. We're like because I talk shit on it too, I'm guilty of it. Like you're hot, you get a following. But it's not the case. There's a lot of hot people in this world There's with no a, following. I'll, it's crazy. It's really crazy how that I mean my So you could argue it's the same thing of like fame. Like we talk shit on these people that get an Instagram, but you still have to post consistently. You still have to do something that gets you in the algorithm to get people to follow you. You can't just be hot. And my point is that not every actor that actually, by that definition, is quote unquote famous, yeah, is good at what they do. Yeah, <laughs> not everybody. Like my my, what's uh, the main one people rip? Nick Cage. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But he's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew, and sure. he, so he got some advantages from there. Although he changed his last name so that he people wouldn't just yeah, auto- cool. automatically know or whatever. But he's done some weird shit. Anyway, that point that's, being like. If that's our example of someone that can't act worth a shit, <clears throat> right? And he's been in tons of movies, tons yeah. of movies. Yeah. Um, maybe they're, you know, again, who are we to judge that this person's just hot but posted consistently, right. which they show here again, right? That girl's really pretty. Yeah, no, I, especially they did a makeover on all three of them. Yeah. And yeah, like, she, she's she, really pretty. Hers was dramatic. Yeah. She looked dramatically different. They made her look very Hollywood. Yeah, they she did. She looked like an actress. Yeah, she um, did. But, but again, like, they kind of, I think they did a really good job actually now looking back on it. Jim watched it, I think, a couple times. I yeah. watched it as I'm falling asleep. And yeah, I uh, watched it twice. Yeah, they uh, made notes and shit. So, yeah, Jim's much more professional than I. Uh, they just show a good job in the documentary at what like content creation actually kind of feels like. Yeah. Like her photo shoot. They're like, oh, yeah, we're here for five hours. And then, like, n- cut scene, like, oh, yeah, uh, that lasted five days. We got to do another photo shoot. Right. Yeah. And that is the feeling you get. Not everyone does photo shoots like they set up, although I have and we did. We have, have yes. Uh, but the f- that feeling, like, oh, well, that lasted me three days. Okay. Uh, what content's next? What's next? Um, yeah. And that feeling is really. Uh, stressful well they call it uh he calls it out as feed the beast and that's an expression we've been using for a long time because when you make content you do even it's not like just photographs and with reasonably good captions that's considered content or it could also be a lot beefier where you're actually providing information like they're not providing information they're talking about their personal experience it is completely about them um unless they're you know hawking a product which is 
Yeah. Like I said, maybe not the most genuine thing in the world. I'm looking at my notes. There were 4,000 applicants, not 2,500. Oh, all right. Yeah, good amount. And yeah. they, they refer to this as a social experiment. And, and I think that that's actually a good way to describe it because yeah. like, if, you're, if you're doing any kind of like, scientific research or social scientific research or whatever, things don't necessarily always play out the way that you expect them to. For sure. Like you have an idea, you have a hypothesis going into it that you're going to, this is going to be what happens. Or like this was such a social experiment where they're saying, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. We're just going to throw the spaghetti against the wall and see what, what sticks. Yeah. So it sounds like the original premise was to buy fake followers, buy fake comments. And the goal then turned into the creators or the, the three test subjects yeah. getting free things or paid things, even yeah. from fake comments and um, fake followers, yeah. which I automatically knew that um, because of social experiments, the, the, everything we do, marketing, yeah. branding is a lifelong social experiment, that if you see someone with a following, whether you think it's fake or the otherwise, they're likely to gain organic followers too. If you see someone with 100,000 followers, they're going to gain followers faster than someone with 100 followers. Right. Just because of that social proof. You're like, oh, this person has some kind of value. Yeah. I'm going to follow that thing. Um, which later, again, to the same girl, what's her name? Dominique? Dominique. Later to Dominique's show to be proof. Uh, mm -hmm. And even though they said one of the tests they run, they think was a fake test to see how many fake followers they have in real t followers, mm -hmm. they thought the test was lying. I actually think it might not be. And they didn't mention it, that. It very as, well might not be. Yeah, they didn't mention that as a possibility. He's like, oh, which just shows me that this is probably a scam too. But what it shows me is that uh, even though they bought her whatever amount, mm -hmm. 20,000 fake ones, she could have gained 60 organic ones from that. Potentially. Because yeah. if you get that, if you get the comments, if you get all that stuff, the algorithm doesn't know. Yeah. And you may appear on more people's browser. You may now, especially with Instagram. Um, the interesting thing to me, it's not that interesting. I guess Instagram is like the first social media to be so pop culture -y, where yeah. Facebook w is an international social media, 100%, and maybe the arguably the first and godfather mm -hmm. of it. But it's not so pop culture -y. You know, it's uh, uh, again, a Brad Pitt isn't going live. Or they mentioned John Legend using it for a good thing. Right. John Legend isn't going live on Facebook. He didn't do that 10 years ago. Yeah. He went live on Instagram. Right. Instagram is kind of like the social media of the people. It's the social media of the pop. And Facebook um, was the social media. Now it's social media politics. But it was the social media of uh, interpersonal relationships. Right. Yeah. Because people, I mean, you have up to 5,000 friends. And they call them friends. They yeah. don't call them followers. Right. And so it built itself that way. Although you, you know, you do have followers and if you actually dig in there, you can find the people who follow you that didn't, that yeah, didn't try to friend you. you. Yeah. And uh, there's business pages and all that. But point being... But they didn't, there, there weren't business pages at the beginning. Right. I mean, point. there was none of that. It was all interpersonal. So it's like when you see somebody in your feed... Um, Facebook, they're, they're likely to be your friend. Yeah, yeah. Or like you friend, accepted it. You know, yeah. that you accepted it somewhere along the line. Where with Instagram, I, lately I've had an issue where um, I'll get a bunch of people showing up in my timeline and I don't know who they are. Yeah, there's a million and I check and it's like I'm following them, but they're not following me and I don't believe, believe I've ever seen them before. So I don't really know how this happened. Yeah. And and then, you know, obviously this is this is somewhat personal, but like people that we have dealt with in the past who are influencers influencer they actually describe influencer in this documentary as half entrepreneur half celebrity i 
I also the term entrepreneur kind of rubs me wrong just because yeah. of how people use it. Yeah. But like at its core, I think influencer and entrepreneur is cool if you if everyone automatically just like had morals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like the issue is is how people use it and the type of people that use it. Yeah. So just in in my own like butthurt way here, people that we know that that I they I used to have mutual follows with who have fallen off for whatever reason. Like I don't post a lot on Instagram, so I'm not a tough follow. Yeah. So if you unfollow me, you had to have done it because you just didn't want to see anything from me at all anymore. And, and, and if that's the case and I figure it out, then I'm going to unfollow you because if I was a bridge too far, then you're definitely a bridge too far, especially the folks who uh, spend a long time with like, lengthy me explaining of their yeah. of where they are in their lives and I don't care anymore. They didn't you know? dig into that uh <laughs> kind of part of it. They they didn't really dig into like captions and content and like what hits and what doesn't yeah. hit. Uh they don't really even talk about it other than like eye catching his stuff. What I do find interesting is that I think this documentary could be remade and be insanely unique still uh if you chose a different platform. Yeah, um, Instagram's obviously like I said. That's why I went into the explanation of that compared to Facebook. Yeah, but like YouTube, totally different conversation happening. Oh yeah, yeah. Twitch, I would Twitch, I would watch that documentary. Yeah, Twitch, totally different conversation. Yeah, happening. podcast, even more difficult diff- conversation happening. Twitter, like there's people that literally same thing. You choose a platform and you try to go. Yeah, some people say like I'm going to try to grow my Twitter. And yeah, they'll do whatever. They'll on work there. on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Instagram, obviously, again because it is pop culture. Uh, and it does now like the quote unquote influencer having a negative term, which again, I didn't know was, I didn't know the world thought influencers <laughs> sucked. I just thought I thought they sucked. And, uh, yeah, everyone knows like everyone, they, my mom knows everyone knows random chicks, like random bikini pics mm-hmm. and go and random dudes are sitting on fry with their shirt off and then they grow. Um, but YouTube one, I think would be interesting cause, and maybe I'm biased, but I think the other ones. And I've talked about this in marketing and branding when I have conversations with companies or people I talk to. The amount of like skill, engagement, connection to the creator. Mm-hmm. There's a pyramid. Mm-hmm. And and Instagram's the lowest. <laughs> it's the bottom feeders. You know, it's the yeah. it's it's short content, it's quick content. They're making it even quicker and shorter for you to absorb more and more. You're posting right. more and more. Um, and then the thought that goes into it, although granted, some people put a ton of thought into it and a ton of work into their photo shoots. But broad brush that versus YouTube. Which may be the next layer, broad brush into Twitch or podcasts, which are arguably um, on the similar level for me because you get, it, depending on how you edit it, a raw, unfiltered version of that human being that you listen to for hours. Right. Uh, Twitch probably actually would take the top because the typical Twitch streamer streams <laughs> 40 to 80 hours a week. A lot. Yeah. And the typical podcast guy, m- maybe it, two hours a week or something. But point being, you get that connection to who that person is and they have to have something. Yeah, because you're, you're talking about like a continuum of how much exposure to the real person you get, I guess, yeah. is what we're saying. That, so yeah, that, the longer you you spend with them, the closer to the real person you get. It's hard to keep up a, yeah. a an, an image, a, a, you know, an attitude, a um, fake lifestyle. Yeah. For yeah. that many hours a week. Yeah, it's yeah. just nearly impossible. Yeah, Instagram, you're taking one picture, which takes three seconds of a 24-hour day, yeah. where even this podcast is going to take, uh, counting setup, I mean, two hours of our day. Right. Um, and it, it's not edited. And again, some podcasts are built more like a story, so they're yeah. edited or an interview or whatever, point being. But even those, you're listening to them, you're more in touch with what they're doing. And I think the skill of the creator 
goes up with that. Where YouTube can be highly edited too. I've mm-hmm. met and talked to people that literally can't put a logical sentence together in person. Somehow they come up with YouTube videos, highly edited, every other word, quick, quick show. Quick cuts. Cut, yeah. And a million so, cuts. Jump. They look like they're, they, I don't know, you're probably, Max Headroom, you remember Max Headroom? No. Okay. Max Headroom was a, um, a creation of uh, 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 British TV, but it was like British-American hybrid thing where this journalist in in the future, uh, and it was funny because it predicted the whole like like uh, like journalist like solo journalist where you like have the camera and you're yeah, talking yeah. to the camera yourself whatever. Uh, this guy is hit in the head and he's in a coma and they download his consciousness and they create this AI of him and then he comes back and so he's in the computer and, that, and he's real and he's real and the computer version of him. St- creates a like a different personality over time oh, so it's yeah, not yeah. exactly him sure. anymore it looks a particular way but the cuts were funny they yeah, were yeah, yeah. In, in, intended to make you believe that he was cgi yeah yeah you know? yeah anyway so but yeah back you, to your point youtube yes that can happen but the connection to all these things so the point is of this thing i think you can kind of if the if you buy fake followers and if you have um, even someone in marketing or social media, you can kind of grow a lot of accounts. Yeah. Where like, I just don't think you can make a world record or top level podcast, which is the randoms. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just much more difficult. That scale of difficulty of the, of the content creator connection to people. There's so many millions of factors that go mm-hmm. into it. And the lower on that totem pole you go, the less factors go into it. Yeah. Um, I am not 100% sure that the first podcast that we started caught wind on its own yeah i think that there's a possibility that the owner of the platform that we were on is not somebody i mean somebody that i've talked to but not somebody we know know like hit it with some bots initially Uh, to to get it up into the 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 apple um at the time itunes uh algorithm you never know but it sustained for a very long time years yeah and when when things were not going like that for it so i don't know yeah but at the same thing it's the same kind of thing here where where um where a little bit of juice at the beginning seems to potentially make a difference for yeah for them but um where was i going i totally lost um oh i know actually speaking of bots uh there are people out there making millions on selling bots. The the site that they use is called Famoid F M F A M O I D, and uh, they looked at it and said like maybe fifty percent to sixty percent of famous people's followers yeah. are bots. I, I which do is wonder. Crazy. Yeah, I do wonder how real that is. And I, and and the other factor too, I've never bought a thing in my life, but you get bots. Like yeah, I, you do I, for sure. Someone botted me on Twitch, so I have fifty thousand followers that are definitely not real. Yeah, uh, you know, I probably have like ten thousand followers yeah. on there, and and you get random bots following you, and everyone does, right? Mm. You get random spam on your cell phone, you get random spam in your email. It's kind of similar thing with followers, um, and so maybe Kim Kardashian didn't buy them. Yeah, maybe they just accumulated there, or a company that she had a contract with. Who knows, right? Right. That's it, a, that's a really good point. Yeah, you don't know what happened. Maybe Kim Kardashian, because everyone will automatically say, like, yeah. Kim Kardashian bought it. I'm like, no, that bitch is really famous. <laughs> like, she doesn't need to do that. She she, she had she leaked a porn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her dad was famous. Yeah. She, she got adult famous and then married, arguably, in that second, was the most famous dude in the world, yeah. and Kanye. So, yeah. like, uh, she has real followers, too. But um, everyone kind of has them. They just yeah systematically bought them, which which I I always thought 
from a business mind, I'm like, oh, that makes no sense. One, I just wouldn't do it. It seemed morally wrong to me. But two, it seems like uh, like I'm trying to sell things. This is my life. This is my career. And I mm-hmm. want people to interact. And I want people to help. Why would I buy bots? I can't help them deadlift. But again, what I even argued myself earlier is that if I had a million followers, chances are I would grow faster than the amount of followers I have right now because of the social proof of that number on my profile. Right. And actually, I can give you an, uh, for instance, we're not going to do this, everybody. We're not going to do this. However, our, the gym's Instagram account yeah. has about 7,000-ish followers. Yeah. If we had 10,000, we'd have swipe up right. on story and that would... That w- and it would probably only cost us about 100 bucks. Yeah, which is wild. To do that, to get to that point. And... Uh, uh, I'm getting text messages, and uh, uh, you could completely make an argument for that. Yeah, no one. We're not going to do it because but, but how many because companies I've do? got swipe up. You've got a, you've got a big following yeah. and a swipe up. So there's like not that incentive. But man, if you didn't have that, yeah. No, I bet you so many. I bet you there's tons of personal people that definitely do it, trying to grow. But I bet you ninety percent of companies do it. And it's, it is just a segment of your audience that's ever going to buy anything anyway. Right. And so inflating your audience is probably not the worst thing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of negatives, sadly. Yeah. Besides, yeah, but besides my morals just feeling weird doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's the problem. And then we're talking about new platforms. We're both on this this new app, Clubhouse, which is just in beta. Yeah, it's an invite only at this point. Sorry, bitches, you're not allowed. But an interesting thing about it is that it's all... Uh, it's all vocal. It's all yeah. spoken stuff, and it's not for the for large part recorded. I was that listening you know to, of. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> I was listening to one the other day that actually did say it was a recording, but for the most part, and, and now um, Mark Cuban is getting into uh, podcasting. In it's kind of a marriage of this this clubhouse thing, which is essentially a bunch of conference calls that you can listen in on, yeah, or participate in, or start your own, or whatever, uh, and podcasting. So like. Essentially, you could have a bunch of people on the same thing. I don't know how listenable that is, but yeah. people complain about uh, Clubhouse because it's largely um, real time. Right. And podcast is what they call asynchronous. So you True. can listen to it whenever. The idea, I never thought about it because we talked about Clubhouse a little bit and I looked at it and I haven't really messed around with it too much. It's been pretty crazy two weeks. But um, now that you think, uh, I think about it and we're talking about it, I think Clubhouse could be really cool niche that you don't record it. Kind of like live music. Yeah. Like you go see your favorite band or you listen to their podcast, you listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, but how cool is it that you have a one-off conversation and you got to listen to it and be a part of it? Or going to see a stand-up comedian. Right. In person's always way funnier. Um, And maybe you get a little slightly unfiltered stuff, right? Because the the Netflix edits the special a little Mm -hmm. different. Stand-up video stuff's funny too, but um, there could be a unique uh, growth there, I think. And there's definitely, we're going to bring this around to fitness in a second here. But there is a fitness component of that. Jason Kalipa is on there kind of a lot. Yeah, and they're doing like a mastermind A bunch of different yeah. things. Which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, you can learn. You can talk. Um, the people do that on Discord, on Twitch sometimes, and they'll drag someone into the conversation, uh, like a random person, mm-hmm. and do like a Q&A or a debate. They do it politically, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. You know, say we do like a live podcast that's not going to be recorded. And yeah, you, dra- you, you uh, I don't know if Clubhouse has this feature yet, but you have like a waiting list, and you can drag someone in and just ask a question or do a 30-second segment, and then you boot them out yeah, and you boot them in. It's stuff kind like of a that. hand wave or a hand, yeah. hand, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. hand raise. That's yeah. what I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah, so stuff like that I think could be really cool, not only for our content creation, but just in general, again, to add it a different aspect than that's just a chat room, mm-hmm. just an audio chat room, or just a podcast. So an interesting thing about back to the documentary for a minute, um, 
with with both of the guys they're reasonably good shape one guy's yeah. on the on the softer side but you see him um shirtless a lot yeah a whole lot like he can like who knows because you know how how much weight the camera adds so who knows what he actually yeah like weighs doesn't have he's abish but sure. not you know yeah soft abs definitely above average fit yeah yeah but used to be fat yeah and and in part like made that change because of i don't know employability or popularity or whatever yeah yeah he's gay so yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, the other guy like he's the one that they take to a gym and they said it's like a warehouse, whatever, but that looks like a real gym to me. That didn't look like a warehouse. No, no, no. It was definitely a boot camp Hollywood gym. <clears throat> In Gardena, which is a shitty part of LA. Yeah, not great. Um, but it's a big space, so that's probably why it's not, you know. Yeah. Um, and he and another guy flip one flip of a giant tire, probably seven, eight hundred pound yeah. tire. Yeah, yeah. What's funny to me that I didn't realize people do is basically and I guess I realized people do it and it pissed me off but I never thought of why they did it I thought they did it just to feel cool but people probably do it like this movie shows is like um, I would like put Jim's MacBook on my story say like loving this new Mac and kind of like fake that I got a new Mac from right. Apple right? in hopes that another computer company would send me stuff Yeah, and that's literally what they said this mission was of this and they're like we're gonna post you know uh, to work out and tag that gym so other gyms reach out to us or we're going right. to go to this spa or fake this spa so they think we're a spa creator like maybe i'm dumb you guys didn't think i'm dumb because i probably missed opportunities that's never once crossed my fucking mind yeah <laughs> like i'll shout things out that i enjoy mm -hmm. like spike energy drink mm -hmm. never paid me never sponsored me never even sent me a free case ever mm -hmm. i've bought every one i've ever drank and i post them because i think it's delicious and has a shit ton of caffeine mm -hmm. right but I don't do that in hopes that Rockstar is like, this guy loves energy drinks. We're sending him energy drinks. Like, that'd be cool. And stuff like that might have happened over the last 10 years. But that's never my intent to post that. But yeah. that was literally their intent. Like, all right, what do you want? Like, oh, this microphone. All right, we're going to post this Sennheiser so that road reaches out to us. Like, it right. is a good strategy. And on my moral compass, it's not the worst and it's not the best. You know, it's even. Like, it's not the slimiest mm -hmm. thing by any means. It's a little bit of the business now. Mm -hmm. But it's just never crossed my mind. And that was their sole mission. We're going to pretend you're at the Hilton pool because then the Marriott pool is going to invite you for a spa day. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of that. But there's... um <clears throat> Excuse me. They, you know, it's kind of whatever vertical you're trying to work in. You right. Know? Like if you're trying hospitality, right. Post a lot of hospitality stuff, and then you start getting it. You get attention from hospitality. People. Yeah, yeah. Like we get in. Well, okay. So we get we get uh, fitness stuff. Yeah. We, we get, get pretty we, like Gen Pop fitness stuff. We though. do, yeah. and that's totally not where we yeah. usually operate, which is interesting. Yeah. Um. We're actually we're testing a product right now because we haven't really had ads on the show in a while, yeah. other than for our own stuff, which is we're going to get there in a minute. Uh, there are reasons why um, we haven't really repped anything that we didn't yeah we're particular feel comfortable about, which you know, and we're not out there seeking it currently right. either. So people come to us. That doesn't mean that we're doesn't mean we're a huge show anymore or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. It just means that they they they're looking to it's all it's a numbers game. They're right. trying to get in front of X number of people because they know what their conversion rate looks yeah. like. So we're testing a product right now. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. 
but I wouldn't have necessarily sought it out. Yeah. On the flip side, like here for the gym, we had a company give us some equipment after that's like the first time. Yeah. You yeah, know. shout out to the boys, Keith, uh, over at On It, sending yeah. some kettlebells, uh, hooking up the gym. Yeah, I, I don't want to act like I'm some moral saint either. Like, I have wrote and written business emails to companies. Hey, yeah. I like your product. Would you like to work together? And these people did a lot of that stuff. I have X yeah. number of Instagram followers. Right, which is and, the know. game. And I've had other friends, because I know, you know, obviously I know a bunch of people that do this type of content creation for a living, and they'll give free vacations and shit. And they're like, yeah. I was like, what'd you do? They're like, oh, we emailed the hotel and said like some of it just feels weird to me not that again like i'm not judging anyone like yeah. it's not whether it's good bad you're going to hell or heaven but some of it just kind of feels weird to me so i mm. haven't done it mm. but yeah fucking f- one of the i think the girl ended up winning dominique shout out to dominique winner of the show <laughs> she got like a like a full paid trip like yeah she, and then spa days and like all that stuff like yeah that sounds dope i've never really been i've been offered like one thing kind of like that um the other thing is that it's so popular now. Some of them feel like scams. So you yeah. don't know who you're talking to or what right. the hell they want. Right. Um, another whole side to this thing is that this stuff, and they kind of mentioned in the beginning of what created the influencer is reality TV. Right. And now things are dipping back and forth. And we've had friends or people we know go from like growing an Instagram account to be invited on reality TV. And mm-hmm. I've been invited to a couple shows. I think I told you one of them. I'm not going to mention them because I don't want to promote <laughs> their shows. But I've been invited to like two or three shows. Uh-huh. And again, maybe, uh, maybe I'm just a dick and I'm just more pretentious than I intended. But like all that feels weird. Like I don't want to be that reality TV guy that they throw vodka at and I have to act dumb on TV. Like I can act dumb on our own podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, numerous different attempts to create a reality show out of, um, uh, what, what yeah, uh, you lifting. know, yeah, lifting what I was doing, you know, fuck 10, 11 years ago now, yeah. uh, didn't work out in part because the people participating wanted to do real things and the people producing sure. wanted you to do fake things yeah. because there's a lot more control in terms of filming fake things of course and and not having to shoot a lot of extra stuff and i can tell you the documentaries that i have been behind the scenes of there's a lot of not real stuff that ends up yeah you know we got to go and reality shows are even less real you either have to feed them lines yeah or you have to feed a situation where lines are going to happen right right like yeah either either we're lifting weights me and jim are deadlifting in here and you're feeding us lines to make it interesting or we're deadlifting in here and you throw a live snake in the gym right like one of those two things ha- and then and then just film our reaction because yeah. that's crazy enough something funny will happen like you have to do one of those things and neither of them sound fun to me <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i don't want to do either exactly um but I, now could it have had an impact 10, 11 years ago to have lifting like that on TV? Yeah. Especially at the height of the reality stuff, the, the Jersey Shore days. Yeah. It may have made a huge difference. What ended up happening really was um, was CrossFit and Instagram. Yeah. Instagram had a giant impact on fitness, on lifting. 100%. Period. Because... Uh, you didn't have to put as much effort into like creating a whole YouTube video or whatever to show a particular clip of of, yeah. of lifting of, of lifting content or whatever. Um, yeah, being fit as like a sport. Yeah, or being fit to be quote unquote cool. Yeah, then like bodybuilding got cooler too. Bodybuilding's grown. Yeah, how many like I don't know the numbers because we've heard USAPL powerlifting numbers like yeah. the growth over the last ten years, but I bet you. The, the amount of people that compete in bodybuilding, like NPC, is quadrupled. Like it's, I imagine. It's cool to be that guy on the Ferrari with abs now. Yeah. 
Where we're like, we didn't know, like bodybuilding as I knew it, and we'll get into these movies uh, in later episodes, but like the Ronnie Coleman documentaries, like that doesn't look cool. It's kind of cool because by the third movie, he has a Hummer, and you're like, oh, he made some money. That's cool. But otherwise, he's eating dry ass chicken and just doing lunges in the Texas heat. Like, that's not cool. Exactly. Where now you watch YouTube or Instagram, and those guys are doing crunches with three hot chicks around them, and then they're hopping in their Lamborghini. Yeah. Like, it, it, it definitely grew all of it the good and the bad <laughs> yeah no i would agree with that point um so without totally totally spoiling the whole thing yeah i uh, might have ordered any i'm sorry eh, not really i don't think so i don't think so um one person bails early yeah one person pauses for a long time and um one person when you know um conditions in the world society or whatever change goes oh wow like this thing that i'm doing is not that important yeah and yeah. and i think all their moral compasses show in a good light yeah even the one person that goes all in um never looks like slimy yeah and i don't think they come off slimy i don't think they're intense slimy and the other two maybe are more like me maybe we're more pretentious than we think and so like i don't think they're doing something that slimy either like fake buying fake followers kind of lame but it's not like there's way worse business people out there than buying fake followers, right like there's way shittier people yeah scammers than buying a couple fake followers and they both feel weird about that right um and and the one guy actually pauses because somebody somebody trolls him about it yeah that part so i wish they almost dug deeper uh they talk a little bit uh to him and some of the other people about like their mental health or how they feel about it um i don't know if i was watching a youtube video or even just other streamers uh, other content creators because it, it is like mental health is a huge thing right now because of covid and the world mm. um right suicide rates and young people is up like there's a mm. bunch of craziness happening but i all and a lot of social media mental health people are talking about like the consumption of media and how fast it moves and then the comparison that you yeah. have to do looking at these rich famous people all day and idolizing that rather than like even if you idolize lebron james you idolize that he's dunking on people right right like so you can go outside and practice dunking on people like not that you're going to be him but right like it's kind of a, a healthy ish comparison you like what he does and it's a healthy sport mm-hmm. where now you're just comparing like how that person looks compared to you What's in their bank account compared to you? What they drive compared to you? The type of food, the fancy restaurant. Like, it's such unhealthy comparison happening. So the, it, make you, it makes you feel worse about your own situation. So I, I don't know if they said that here because yeah, I watched I another they, documentary. I think they did. They talked about, and, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you're right. Like, like 50% of who I follow makes me feel worse about myself. Yeah. I was going to. Um, and, like, I, I, I rethought, like, I hope I don't do that. Yeah. Like, my whole goal and my thing is to always make you feel the same as my dumbass. Yeah, I, I never want you to feel worse than me. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a that's a fair point, and and it's so true. And so they they talk a little bit about the creator's mental health because mm-hmm. we always talk about it from a pop culture, right? Again, which is true. The comparison comes from the audience, not from the creator, right? Um, but there's extreme mental health from both. We're gonna have issues because the creator, like you said, feeding the beast, the constant. Yeah. You're comparing yourself to other creators or or your audience, and and you're constantly trying to one up yourself, and it's kind of this neurotic hamster wheel you're on as a creator yeah and as a creator you're still the audience to other people and so you're kind of getting this double whammy of very unhealthy where again going to a brad pitt or george clooney you work really hard for six months you put out a movie yeah those reviews probably hurt a little bit um whether they're good or bad right Mm -hmm. but you get reviews for a week eh, on to the next project which is maybe two years later yeah as a content creator depending on the platform, but any platform, even my YouTube, I'm getting comments calling me fat on a video that's three years ago. 
Yeah, because in YouTube land, people don't understand the passage of time. Right. My I well, videos that are yeah, you don't 11 see years old, and people believe that it yeah. happened yesterday. And you're getting it, critiqued every minute, every hour by a different yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. So it's so different than George Clooney. And even you're, you're judging George Clooney's acting. Yeah. And George Clooney wasn't very good in that. You're not yeah. saying George Clooney is a fat piece of shit on steroids. Yeah, and I was listening to a, um, a review of a show that Denzel Washington is in right now. And Denzel is great. Yeah. But like, why did he do this movie? This is so, yeah. this is super generic. This is like a movie made by committee. Why did somebody do this? And why did he do this? It was like money or whatever. It's like, is he good in this? And it's like, well, he's himself. Because that's, you know, yeah. somebody said that there are, in, in terms of actors, there are like aliens and real people. I probably said this before on the show. Aliens are the people who can transform themselves into anything and real people are they adapt who they really are to fit that character yeah, yeah. to tell the story and he's definitely the latter yeah so he's kind of a little bit himself in in everything it's yeah. like you know training day was the most asshole denzel washington ever is but he's not you know? that different from remember the titans right. coach like he's kind of an ass he's like a mild asshole there yeah. right Right, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is interesting. But and so, yeah, going to the point of the two guys kind of pausing or not, they talk about their mental health. But I do wish it, it's all just like a different movie, really. But yeah. the mental health of the audience and the mental health of the creator, uh, I think, will be topics we'll be seeing for a very long time. Yeah, and I think they kind of try to do that with the social dilemma a little bit in terms of. Yeah. But I did not like that show. It I got to tell you, it I, was I, I was falling asleep and I turned it off and I didn't go back to it. I was going to try to actually have watched it by the time. The, this happened. I know you've seen it, but yeah, I, like, it when I it just, came out. I don't. There's so much of the just side bullshit stuff that this show doesn't have. Yeah, yeah. That you know, like uh, recreations and um, weird, like uh, you know, Pixar in, inside out kind of scenes where you're supposed to be seeing inside yeah, the person's yeah. brain or whatever. Like I could get it without that level of whatever. Yeah, some people I think that make documentaries feel like the content isn't good so then they yeah they add in all this fluff rather than necessary. like yeah where this one had zero fluff yeah this yeah, talking, which th this felt like if somebody took a, a, one of the older mtv things yeah and made it uh, feel more authentic i was gonna say even just a youtube video like a good yeah YouTube oh yeah video. like a good youtube video. yeah like, you know like, like a really good one yeah like yeah like a semi-produced youtube video where yeah. it, w it was kind of raw footage -y. yeah um, but it's good 4k content though it looked amazing no, yeah it did and it did yeah it felt and some of those are really good um the true lives on mtv yeah i think those are really well shot they're basic condensed half an hour documentaries on a certain topic that follow one to three people and you can learn a lot about people and mm -hmm. I, I mean maybe i'm biased because it's like my era of mtv that mm -hmm. i watched a lot um but this did 100% kind of feel like that. So to bring it back around to fitness before we before we uh, uh, bring this one in for a landing, uh, they used fitness as part of a broad portfolio for a couple of, of them. Like one of them just about how he looked and one of them in a performative way. They had him in gyms yeah. and stuff like that. They're trying to get free workouts with trainers. Yeah. But they, they took kind of a broad perspective on all uh, in terms of activities for all of them for for uh at least for two of them they did um you know like fancy vacation spots and that kind of that kind of stuff or you know high-end products that yeah. spa shit whatever um the other guy they they never really did for him what would have worked in the vertical he was trying to go to. Yeah, I think because we don't know how it was edited and actually filmed, and again, we've been around people that literally make movies and 
he could have called it quits really early in the show. Yeah. That's what it kind of felt like to me. So yeah. they never got to that, and but they wanted him to go timeline for timeline. So they yeah. kind of pushed his timeline out. Yeah. Uh, because you're right. Like, they never, sh- like, then the, basically nothing- they built the character of who these Instagrammers were with yeah. the other two and not him. Yeah. Yeah. And his, uh, his own content that you see, the Instagram content you see before he gets, uh, becomes part of this project is better. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's like high, high produced, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. better than what they do with him. Yeah, but then again, yeah, if you're not buying the followers, you're not playing. I think why they chose the 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 Hilton Hotel Spa thing with the other two is that is just like the typical thing. Yeah. And again, because of many things they said that are actually more relevant and better me thinking about them than watching it. Talking about making people feel bad in a way. Yeah. And, and making people, these quote-unquote influencers, m- make you want to be me. Mm-hmm. Right, and so that's why they chose those verticals, right? Like, oh damn, they eat that billion dollar steak and that billion dollar hotel right. with the billion dollar car and the hot chick, rather than the other guy was actually kind of creating content. <laughs> yeah, he was already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but but you know what I mean, like no, normal. What I like about organic, authentic content. Right, he was just doing him. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm not sure exactly how to approach this. I'm gonna I'm just throw it out there, and maybe we'll do it in terms of of. A number scale or percentages or whatever. Yeah, people that we're aware of who have made um, uh, have created large followings in the fitness world. Yeah, right now, uh, people that we know, people we know of, whatever. Uh, to what extent do we think that that is all authentic growth? And to what? How many people bought shit? Yeah. I uh, I would say with the people we know know, I would say I, I honestly only think maybe twenty twenty percent probably bought stuff. Mm-hmm. Is probably what I would say because just because a lot of the people we know, especially the people we associate with, but let's even say people in our medium to outer circle that we know, um, a lot of them have been doing it for a long time. Yeah, and, and just chances are you're going to go somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? You do it for five to eight years, you're going to go somewhere. Um, but we do know people in our circle for sure. I know that people have bought. Followers. Yeah. Okay, what about how reflective their their Instagram is of their actual life? Uh, so a hundred percent being that their life is their Instagram. Yeah, and the opposite. See, that's this is where I have mental health issues. Is I get caught up thinking like, "Fuck, these guys are killing it." You Somebody, know, so and so has a Escalade. all that. So-and-so yeah, has a Lambo. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Or man, they must be so happy. Look at them. Yeah. Um, and so in my head, because I still am. I've been referencing the Lost Boys a lot from Robin uh, Peter Pan. Uh-huh. Just because, like, I feel like a kid still. Uh-huh. Um, I thought you were thinking about the vampire movie going. No, I've never seen that. It's <laughs> right, nineties. Omar never talks it. about it a yeah. lot, though. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got a fucking Jedi braid in my head. Like yeah. I'm a kid, you know, and so like I'm still back here, like, damn, they're really love life and killing it. So in my head, they're a hundred percent. But truth is probably yeah. The, even fitness and even these quote unquote people that act all authentic and organic and try to relate to you and show vulnerability and mm-hmm. kind of the typical virtue signaling, which is every single content creator now. Um, yeah, they're probably 10 to, 10 to 20% real life. And how many of them are walking around with abs all the time? Or do you do they take an absolute shit ton of pictures and just let it roll? I would say that percent actually goes up. I think a lot of people that we know aren't happy and and starve themselves, work themselves to death, 
take a bunch of performance enhancing drugs and are kind of jacked. Yeah, I I think that the percentage of performance enhancing drug use is high. Yeah, yeah, that's really high. high. I think the eating disorder is high. I think the mental health is uh, being unhealthy is high. And not that mine is healthy. I'm a wreck. Um, but mine's just a wreck because I'm a wreck. I don't think I cause it to be a wreck. Um, and I wonder what influence the social media has on that. Like we're are these things that these people were doing anyway? Like when you go to the Arnold or the yeah. or the Olympia, you see a bunch of people walking around who don't necessarily, especially years ago, didn't have any social media following because there almost wasn't social media. Which makes and it they better, were still though. Still crazy, like jacked but kind of fat jacked, yeah. and and wearing almost no clothes, and yeah. you know, f- toward what end? I guess creating their own per- persona, whether or not it really reflects who they are. Yeah, well, that's what goes back to the intent of the content. The first couple Olympias I went to, you know, I don't know if respect's the right word, but I like that better because I know Johnny over here is taking loads of steroids and tanning the living fuck out of himself because yeah. he loves bodybuilding. He's turning himself into a Gucci bag. Because- but he loves it. Yeah. Where now you go to the Arnold or Olympia and you're just kind of like, are you doing that just for this Instagram picture? Yeah, right. And, that's a, and, that's and, a fair point. And again, to say one's right or wrong, Whatever, it's your life. What yeah. do I give a fuck? But to me, I like the guy that fucking loves it. He loves catching a pump, saying what's up to people in the gym, listening yeah. to ACDC, and going in the tanning booth for 10 hours a month, Yeah. Uh, opposed to the guy that's just doing it because it might be cool for money or Instagram. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. I think that... Um, oh, I was going to say, I, I do wonder about how much um, performance-enhancing drug use has increased because of... Because of Instagram and social media and stuff. Probably, I, probably um, a lot. <laughs> and I think that there's a mental health component to that. People don't want to say it, but I think it's no, really true. Sure. No, I, I don't think there's like real, real studies, but there's. I know there's some. Um, I think know. that if you say that there are no no emotional side effects, you're, you're wrong. There's a lot. And the long term, uh, I even think there's light evidence showing like intellectual stuff that's affected by it. Yeah. Um, and so it, it definitely is a real thing. And, and again, intent of content are you promoting to get people to think you're so cool with your big muscles your abs and three hot chicks what's the point of that mm-hmm. like why why um and and some people i don't know if it's self-awareness and they're just so in the how do i make money how do i grow how do i make money how do i grow they're not even thinking about that or is it uh, a other kind of mental health health thing where they're so feeling less than self-conscious esteem that they have to build themselves mm-hmm. up in a particular manner um, to feel better about themselves. Uh, a lot of it is, yes, sadly, mental health. And I say that term broadly, mm-hmm. right? Some people may be diagnosably having issues and some yeah. people might just be so self-conscious that they allow their actions to be more sporadic towards maybe something that's not overall fulfilling to them. Um, and that's something that I just debate on myself every single day, right? Like, I like making money. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel good. I like freedom. I like financial freedom. And so am I doing that just because I love cars and I want to go buy, you know, an Audi R- R8, which I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, or is it, you know, or is that my ego speaking? Oh, dude, I saw a uh, uh, Tesla Model S yesterday that was that had an iridescent silver wrap on it. Yeah. I thought I had accidentally time traveled. I love all that. Oh, yeah. It's it crazy. Tweet. Have you seen Geo's? No. Geo got like a chameleon, uh, like bronze rabbit sick. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah it's okay. really sick. I, I believe it. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, so I sort of the final piece of the uh, the impact on um, of social media and YouTube and whatever on on the strength world is what percentage do you think are 
faking how lifts look by using fake plates yeah. or angles or whatever or trying to clean up how a lift looked. I actually think that's probably gone down because like typically, right, old adage was you'd be so dehydrated and so pumped full of steroids going into a bodybuilding show that you would lift fake weights so you didn't get injured. Yeah. Because you want your photo shoot to be in your best condition, but you can't bench 400. Right. Um, and that even is an old adage in all lifting. Like, the leaner you get, you got to do higher reps and not yeah. train heavy. Um, but the truth is, a lot of that's the performance enhancing drugs and how dehydrated you are from them uh, that your tendons can't keep up and you will get injured. Yeah, yeah. But for the normal person, if you're dieting, you can still lift heavy and you'd probably be fine. Yeah. Um, so I actually think not as much, I would like to think, because it's video, because of the kind of cancel or call out culture mm -hmm. that you're going to get caught. You're going to get caught with Photoshop. We've seen this over the last 10 years. Yeah. You're going to get caught with fake weights. We've seen this over the last 10 years. Um, may maybe on like a lower scale, but if you're popular enough, some someone's going to waste their time, analyze your video or picture and call your ass out. Yeah. Well, there's an instance that I certainly know about, and I'm not going to tell the full story, but it's somebody that wore a bench shirt and a raw meat and did it in such a way that it was um, not as noticeable to the people in the room, but was much more noticeable uh, on social media. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and, I and, think there's always going to be, and that person has never confirmed that they did that, but I fucking know it because I have proof. Yeah. I think there's always going to be, and then that, that goes to intent to me too, right? Like are you using fake plates because you don't want to rip your delt doing a side lateral because mm. you're going to a bodybuilding show? Are you doing fake plates to get a bigger following to show you're so strong yeah um are you doing it for an ego reason are you doing it in the you know yeah. whatever uh or yeah is it for the instagram following and again not that i do judge i'm a hater but uh <laughs> like not that one's morally r more right or something but to yeah, me yeah. i judge it a little bit harder like if you're chasing ego stuff i don't i i like i can understand kind of mm -hmm. i think you're i think you're misdriven but I can understand mm -hmm. that your passion, that, that you can't chase your passion. You're or chasing you're not, your ego. If you're not really the weight that you say you are in the weight class because somebody weighed you in. Yeah, yeah, or in whatever. In a funny way. Or, yeah. or, or, or is it because you're so competitive, right? Like going to a Lance Armstrong or something. People yeah. say he was just so competitive that he cheated. Is that ego? Is that passion? Is that competitive? Is that good? I don't yeah. know. It, it does get he really... He certainly profited from it. Yeah, it gets really foggy. It gets yeah. really foggy. But the worst to me is if you're literally just doing it for likes. Then I'm just like, it, that's like the shallowest... Even if you're ego-driven, I don't agree, but I can at least wrap my head around it. Yeah. If you're just so shallow, you just need a little pat on the back to me, which, again, might be a mental health issue, too, going yeah. back. So I do empathize, but it's still just so... I don't even know. You know, it's just so, like, eh. That's it, you know, for yeah. like. You don't even get money. Like, you know, you get money, you get fame, or you even get your ego, like, I deadlift a 1,000, you know, like, something. Down here, like, I'm just like, eh. Well, somebody, like, we're aware of someone who posted somebody else's food on their Instagram as their own. Yeah, and, so for likes. Yeah, for likes. Yeah, like what? Like that's I ever seen that that meal on somebody else's plate. Not just the meal, but that picture. Yeah, like so, social media is it really is a warped reality, and I think yeah. the issue is, and I'm in it. Trust me, don't don't act. I'm not acting like I'm saying I'm fucking in there. I'm on my phone way more than I want to admit. I'm in that shit, but I have definitely drawn lines because I've done it so long from my reality to that reality and I'm not faking either of them. Yeah, I have a difficult time with social media period because I don't like to put myself out forward and yeah. that like the original original podcast we did together the reason I put myself on it was specifically because I would have to be on camera yeah. or not actually not camera but on mic we we did not originally do video and I'm almost 
positive that if I had, could have avoided it, I would have. Although those those videos have tens and tens and thousands, thousands of views, and yeah. so so that that would have been a mistake on my part. But it's like sense of I I just don't want to throw myself out yeah. there. And the older I get, the harder it is. You know, that's how I know that I'm not fake because uh, like I don't even think about it anymore, right? Because like it's not like uh, okay, sh- story time. Put on on the mic. Uh, hey, you know, like I literally just turn it on because it is still me. Yeah. Like uh, that part, because it's 10 years, I'm so beyond that or how I speak here is very similar to how we speak off cam. Yeah, yeah. I speak maybe a little bit faster here or try to th- I try to think more here because my words carry uh, uh, more responsibility to more ears. Yeah, yeah. So if I say something bad to Jim, uh, when it's just me and you talking, I would be like, that's not what I meant, Jim, and then explain it. You can't yeah. really do that here. So yeah. I, I do put a little bit more thought into how I speak because you can't take it back as well. Right. Um, and I just... I, I carry that responsibility with weight, but not fakeness. Yeah. Um, so g- getting around to selling things. Yeah, hit them. Um, uh, you will want to go to, if you're a podcast listener, you get a little bit of, of extra heads up. Uh, 3sb.co, the merch that we sell here from uh, Good Company by 3sb. Uh, drops on Valentine's Day for you kids. Valentine's Day. So the kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, we went with a stripped down look and allowing kind of the color palette and the fabrics and the quality of the clothing to speak for itself. So we have a couple t-shirts, a couple hoodies, uh, some really high quality training shorts. We're trying to kind of elevate what the athletic clothing is. You can wear it in multiple situations, but it is made for training and function. Drops on the 14th. A couple accessories we got going. A couple hats we got going. Uh, 3sb.co to snag all your goodies. As always, it's small batch. So once it's gone, it's gone. This this is our third launch. Um, we've had a lot of great feedback, and we appreciate you guys for the support. But we've had a lot of comments like, yeah, man, bring that thing back. Or I missed that hoodie. And and we're not trying to necessarily be like mega hype beasts, uh, although I love that shit. I'm, we're really just trying to create new and improved items outdoing ourselves every single time from a kind of a creative standpoint um and so once it's kind of gone it's gone everything small batch check it out 3sb.co third street barbell on instagram if this podcast comes up with a three uh, if this comes out early you'll be able to see (laughs) some of the um uh product samples and the sneak peeks on there yeah uh and hopefully you guys enjoy it as much as we have yeah uh I am at the Jim McD on all social media. Mike is a silent Mike with two Ks. Hit us. Give us a little rating and review. The podcast is back. We appreciate you. That was actually a fun episode, Jimbo. I'm glad we did that. Me too. Um, and I think we can do a couple more uh, movies because there's a bunch we can kind of gather up. And we'll see what's happening. We'll see what's up with the next topics. Tweet us, Instagram yep. us, let us know what you want to hear. Uh, and thank you all. Talk to you next week. <laughs>